Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL, and on today's solo podcast, let's talk about events that are rescheduling because right now we are in reopening phase of the aftermath or the continuing math of the COVID-19 coronavirus situation. So right now we are in full swing of summer. Right now it's going to be the end of May and unfortunately there will be no further events until way late into the fall session. Um, So what does that mean? A lot of the canceled events that I've mentioned so far. So basically no Montreal Comic Con, no Otaku Con this year, no DreamHack in September, so those are cancelled. And the rescheduling of several dates, such as KupoCon and um, Geekit, has been permanently postponed. So let's get dive into what's happening in terms of cons themselves. Um, first thing off, EVO. Um, EVO series, uh, usually that's happening in July. Are, is no longer happening and they have recently announced their online offering in terms of the online competition so normally in the month of july-ish um normally i would be paying homage to the fighting game community by tuning in to evo championship which is to me is where if you love for any reason fighting games this is the actual tournament to watch on I don't care about the championship series. So basically we have Dragon Ball Championship Series, the MK11 Championship Series, Capcom Cup, and everything. That's all in fine in order to call yourself a champion. So that's like the equivalent of the um, NHL and, and, and the NBA and everything. But after that, you have the World Olympics. It's nice to get the medal. You know, like when you're actually competing worldwide, everybody's coming in and everything. And, well, you're going to have to see on the grandest stage of them all if you are the top stuff. Unfortunately, though, because the fact that EVO is a event similar to DreamHack, Landertas, and all that, um, you will unfortunately uh, not be guaranteed if your game of choice will be played or not. But so far, Street Fighter is a mainstay. Um, now, last year... Um, Smash uh, Smash Melee has been dropped and turned into a community base only in favor of Smash Ultimate. Um, and currently, Smash Ultimate is going to be here to stay. Unfortunately, EVO decided to not um, utilize uh, for EVO Online Smash Brothers because of the fact that I believe is due to netcode and everything. But in the... Quebec region, regional community and the online community of Smash Brothers Ultimate, there has been several online tournaments that's been happening. I know JMK, which is a Smash, uh, uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate player that belongs to Mirage, is currently competing on a weekly basis on online tournaments. Um, him and his sister, Super Kells, uh, been in the communities so far and they're very excellent Smash players uh, but it is an unfortunate that there will be no Smash for EVO this year so the rundown of EVO online um, games itself is Undernight in Birth which is a totally new game that I never heard of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, my 
awesome fan favorite uh, fighting game. I have it. I love it. I just downloaded the new DLC pack. Um, Goku Ultra Instinct has just been announced and played with. Uh, lots of meta changes and that's going to be happening soon. I'm looking forward to see if Goichi and Sonic Fox going to happen once again. Then there's Tekken 7. So I know for a fact that uh, my boy Charizard X is somewhere lurking around, um, listening in. Hopefully, that's gonna excite him very much uh, for the Tekken Seven. Also, my boy, my boy uh, Mark, he also played a bit of Tekken. Then, obviously, Street Fighter Five Championship Edition. I'm voting for my boy Dago, uh, or well, a lot of like like uh, Tokido, Dago, Fudo. Um, all, all, all the Japanese, Chinese, you know, then there's there's a few other names there like uh, Chris G and all that. Hopefully they get into the the mix too. Knuckle Dew, um, back when he was in Team Liquid, he won the Capcom Cup uh, tournament. But to me, evil moment number 37 will always going to be etched into my brain on how the comeback of a lifetime uh, and that basically set back to me for all the street fighter moments like and everything if you need more reference on the fighting game community uh talk please to uh please roll back to my talk with mark shaw and how we got into the intricacy on what does the fighting game community games like fighting games overall meant to us in terms of mechanics afterthoughts um commentary hit and, and, and all the intricacy and also about the community bond behind it. Uh, going forward, uh, there was also Soul Calibur uh, 6 announced, Grand Blue uh, Fantasy Versus, which just came out in February, and Samurai Showdown. Um, so those are apparently the games that have proper netcode and unfortunately Smash Brothers Ultimate was not part of it and will it's going to be yet to be seen to what's going to be happening. So that's evil online. Uh, next up, Coupocon Le Pomme in Montreal has been uh, rescheduled for March 20th, 2021. Um, so Coupocon is a official Final Fantasy style one day event uh, across the world. So there was London that was scheduled. Um, Montreal, for the first time, was being scheduled. And it was super, super hype. Um, and it was supposed to be happening in April. And unfortunately, because of COVID-19, it didn't happen. It got, quote-unquote, postponed to summer. And after that, it was officially canceled. And now um, the organizer had locked in for 2021 and there's an entire video post on what's happening on what about schedules and how does the flow of the organization actually happens um, that got officially announced on Coupacon uh, official Facebook page with a uh, video stream recapturing that was done. So all the information is there. For Montreal itself, Le Pomme is happening on March 20th, 2021. Um, I am not 100% sure if I'm going to attend. So I am not locked into a ticket yet. And unfortunately, because of the World Health Organization 
um, how they how the COVID-19 is going to be happening and the um, situation going on forward, I might need to reserve a ticket immediately uh, in order for me to attend because I was originally planning on buying on the spot, but unfortunately I think it was sold out already and now I have to rethink, am I going to make it or am I going to not make it? I really want to go and do my amazing ninja style everything, uh, but uh, March is a bit uh, iffy right now because I got bitten by the Japan bug and I'm really looking forward to going back to Japan with specific set goals and even though I only visited certain section of Japan's like Japan Japan food and everything it's uh, very intoxicating and very yummy and I'm a very huge potato right now because of it. <laughs> and obviously, if anybody that's following me on Instagram and look out my Instagram story, they know that I've been practicing on remaking all the yummy foods that I've had in Japan and everything. So for Le Pomme, uh, for a Kupocon, March 20th, 2021, Hopefully, I get my t ticket locks in and I will be attending that event for the first time. I I've, I am... Okay, so I have not played Final Fantasy VII Remake only because I do not have PlayStation 4. I actually had the opportunity to buy myself a PlayStation 4 plus then that means that I have to spend another $80 for the, deal, uh, for the game itself in order to play it. But then uh, my nephew just realized me as like, Uncle... When are you actually going to have time to actually play it? And in his reality, he is right uh, because I have such a backlog catalog um, in terms of games. I haven't finished Hollow Knights yet. I've been stuck at this particular boss. I haven't finished Zelda yet, neither. Shame on me and everything. It just drains me to get into the story. I love the story. I love the mechanics. It's such a It's such an immersive world. But... I have other responsibility, and it's unfortunate the fact that it has to take a back, uh, back burner on it. I haven't finished uh, Mario Odyssey and yada, yada, yada. But I love picking those games back up when I'm in a five-hour uh, plane ride to Vegas, for example. Um, so I play about an hour, an hour and a half on that. And I just bought uh, Street of Rage 4. Love the beat-em-ups. Been playing on it. Nostalgia came in. Love, love that feeling also. Um, I also just picked up the free game on Epic Games of civilization six damn you gandhi i hate your ass uh gandhi ai just beat my ass again uh via i think religion which is the worst possible victory i can think of such a bad way to go out um and that just drains your, your day like I, I i it takes me two days to to go roll through a six-player ai game um, but it allows me to pay attention to other things. So basically, you hit next turn, you go and um, do something else, and you get back to back into it. Those are those those are, anything that's very lightweight. I, I I tend to gravitate to because it allows me to do other things. It, I am very terrible at focusing sometimes, uh, and multitasking tends to make me quote unquote more efficient but it's never been actually accurately judged uh, moving on uh, BlizzCon got announced to be cancelled so there will be no BlizzCon this year um, what's weird is the fact that they announced it when yet BlizzCon is usually typically 
held close to November-ish because obviously um, uh, the WS Finals is usually tied in with BlizzCon and that's BlizzCon usually is when they, uh, Activision Blizzard announce all their up-and-coming games. So let it be a new Hearthstone, new expansion for World of Warcraft, any, any new IPOs. Last year, they announced Diablo 4. We don't know what's happening with it anymore. Uh, whatever happened to Diablo mobile game, which uh, in my opinion is basically trash and uh, and everything. So we will see what's happening with BlizzCon. They did announce that the battle chess and all that um, will be still happening and they're being postponed until 2021, early 2021 for an online version. Now, Ever since COVID-19 happened, E3 got postponed, Gamescon got postponed, Tokyo Game Show got postponed, but every one of them went online immediately and has been scheduled, such as what I've just explained and uh, earlier in the podcast about, for example, Evo, for example. Um, however, BlizzCon decided to postpone it all the way to 2021 with no set date yet and that's still the rest we see with a mega company like activation uh blizzard i'm surprised that they're just simply didn't say christmas or december we'll just make it online and just keep it locked in at 2020 and after that make another blizzcon for 2021 um but if they are bringing high value production in order to make sure that they want to present gameplay rather than you know um like like uh cgi type of video trailers and stuff like that which doesn't show much i'd rather to see the video trailer plus all the games mechanic which is what they've been doing so far so overwatch 2 for example a lots of over-the-top cgi um trailer but they also show explanation inside the gameplay same thing for diablo 4 so that's a very that's a very important thing about blizzard themselves is that if if given enough money they should have just run with a production crew give us a legit world of warcraft movie an hour and a half long and you know the fan in me would be very content over it and obviously i'm gonna be very content with all the new cosplays that's gonna popped out thanks to that um i'm looking at you guys uh Heloon and uh fleur because obviously the windrunner sisters ran amok uh in 2019 montreal comic-con go to my instagram to see pictures Small plug. Next, the International uh, 11 got cancelled. So the International is the big mecha uh, Dota 2 tournament that happens every year around August. The International is first money pulled by Valve and after that with the Battle Pass, a pro seat, which is roughly 25% of the ticket sales. So basically at $10, uh, a, a Battle Pass 250, I believe, goes into uh, the money pool for the international. It has gotten so big that it eclipsed, I think, 21 million, 23 million, give or take, in the past few three rounds. And that is basically where the Dota 2 community goes and converge, in which 
all the teams, all the organization vials for this tournament. And there has been epic, epic plays. So X-Team Liquid, which is Team Enigma right now, uh, something to watch for. Um, uh, OG, OG Dota, back-to-back uh, -back TI winners. We're looking at the, them specifically because they have not disbanded. They've done a bit of small little shuffle with Sumail coming in and everything. But, I mean, how good it's going to be rolling with the, 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 the team right now. If they can do a three-peat, I mean, Thompson is going to be a rich, rich young man. Um, but uh, the international got canceled, postponed, basically. We don't know when the actual tournament is happening. But the Battle Pass actually just dropped. So all the Dota 2 fans out there, go grab your Battle Pass and in order to contribute to the international prize pool. It does count towards it. And you're getting all the goodies that are part of the Battle Pass. For those people who don't know what a Battle Pass is, it's basically um, cosmetic and different game modes uh, related to Dota 2 itself. It's similar to skins and everything. Uh, same thing as in League of Legends. But the added bonus is the fact that you are helping grow the money pool to the winning team and everything. And if you're a Dota fan or if you're a community fan, it is suggested to, to, to buy a ticket because you, you're playing Dota 2 and you're getting rewarded for it. And you know for a fact that at least 25% at least is going to the money price pool. And as I mentioned earlier, it grew up to $21 million at least. Uh, I think it eclipsed 23 last year. And what I mean, that is the price pool. That means that 16 teams that makes it to the Invitational is, a it is de facto allowed to have a piece of that prize. Now, it doesn't mean that the first place winner gets 21 million. It just means that overall from last place, which is the 16th place, you're getting a six digit figure, or I think it's five digit. Uh, still a lot of money. Next, moving on, uh, Geekit online panel. So as I announced previously in a previous podcast that Geekit has announced that they have secured a venue uh, from October 30th to November 1st this year, 2020, for Geekit uh, 2020. And in the meantime, they have scheduled two things that are important. First off is their online panel. So recently, at the end of the month of May, they have released panel number two with Two wonderful cosplayers that I've seen in person at Rubicon uh, talking about how to make your cosplay more green. And that's also something else that both uh, myself and I uh, and Rosie Stormborn has been talking about. Because the fact that as we have made as a conversation uh, in the primer with my conversation with Rosie as a cosplayer... It's a money drain, right? So test trial and error on fabrics, on modeling the perfect cosplay, quote unquote, the perfect cosplay. It It's going to drain on you. It's going to tax you. It's going to tax on your wallet. So, And on top of that, it produces a lot of waste because let's say you got a grid of, of sheet that you need to carve out 
a particular pattern. What are you going to do with the leftovers of the pattern and everything? I believe also, um, I mean, that's, that, that is a, a waste of material and it's not technically reusable unless you car you have enough material left you know, to reuse it for something um for sure if you are using metal you can burn it down melt it smith it and use it for something else but what about fabrics what about foam and everything which is not bio biodegradable and stuff like that what then uh it's highly recommended to go visit those that type of panel if you're a cosplayer um and also there was previously about videography filmography effects and 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 all that schnaz that I can't do uh, because I don't do video. But that was part of their first panel. So and as an online panel, this is a very interesting learning curve. It's from people in the community industry itself. So kudos to Geekit with their online panel so far. I'm looking forward to watching on future episodes. Um, also, coming up in somewhere in the summer, there's going to be some online exclusive merch, I believe. Um, their marketplace is to be on a lookout. Obviously, I'm going to be on a lookout on what's going to be the norm once October happened. But the thing is, that's still f at least four months out of the way. Let me at least enjoy, enjoy my mediocre summer um, confined so far. Next up, uh, I want to give a big up thumbs up to LANOTS Charity Tournaments. So right now in the month of May, which is winding down soon, they're raising online tournaments and part of the proceeds is going to Moisson, Montreal. Uh, and so far they have at least several tournaments happening. So up, up and at them, there's going to be a Valorant tournament. There's going to be a League of Legends tournament coming up soon. Past tournament was Rocket League and so forth. Um, some of the proceeds will went to fundraising for Moisson Montreal. So what is Montreal, Moisson Montreal? They assist in emergency food assistance. So basically, think so. If I have a bunch of American listeners right now, it's like a food bank to be able to assist uh, uh, unfortunate families, unfortunate individuals with emergency foods um, and everything. And since they're a are a non. Um, uh, non-profitable organization they need as much as you they can for as in terms of assistance and help for fundraising and i am super glad that lander diaz is taking this initiative um in terms of organizing these tournaments for the online community to compete in and obviously driving the proceed so part of the proceeds in the fundraising to Moisson Montreal to help out. Their goal is to reach $5,000. And right now, after three tournaments, they are more than halfway there. So please keep on encouraging them by uh, attending their live stream during the tournament or by participating in the tournament. And you might have some fun as long as you know that, you know, some of the proceeds going somewhere uh, very charitable. Okay. So obviously that is it, it ties in with all, the entire esports and plus you know land rts the being who they are um every year in february for their tournament why not we're already at home might as well get into a smaller tournament to practice your chops and competing and everything so bring your friends and let's go 
last but not least another events that that I need to shine a bit of light with I don't know um, I'm gonna start explaining why this needs to be a light so there is a fundraising right now to save Tripoli studio home base which is near the Dakari highway on ferry uh, Ferrier Ferrier I believe um, if my memory serves serves me right I need to GPS that um, so the owner Julia Tripoli who is a very dear friend of mine who I have known for at least oh at least 10 years maybe 11 or maybe before that she's a wonderful wonderful friend a wonderful dancer um and as a dancer where do you go from there you go for teaching after teaching what do you do next you want to have a home base where you can teach and do what you love and what she love is to dance and to teach inspire and teach other to dance so triple e studio as you can see it's derived from her last name uh, Julia Tripoli um, is a dance studio that has been around for I believe six years or five I lost count I'm sorry uh, and um, wh what's happening is the, the due to COVID-19 she's unable to like host classes and throughout throughout the five plus years that's how I'm gonna call it uh, she has been fortunate enough to expand her studio. So she used to be somewhere in the Marché Central area. Then after that, she got such a demand that she expanded to another venue all the way at the Carry, um, which is much more accessible. So you can actually take the metro and after that reach there much more easier uh, and everything. Parking-wise, though, still iffy and everything but there's at least the orange jewel nearby if you are hungry after a session um who is she she's a dancer she's a teacher she's a uh, wonderful woman i've worked with her in different ways so she happens to be one of my friends to be able to come out with me to do photo shoots um she has invited me to do um a portrait shoot with luke k uh, if you guys don't know Luke, please punch it into YouTube. He has several, a number of Uno music videos. Who just so happens has been choreographed by Miss Julia Tripoli also. Um, so she is choreographer too. She's a dance teacher. She not only not only teaches at Tripoli Studio, her own base studio, but she also uh, teaches elsewhere. So basically. Um, she also travels to Toronto, for example, to host some sessions over there. She was also a guest judge at one of the competitions in Quebec. Um, so she does all that. She also was in China as a dancer, a backup dancer, um, in China for six months, I believe, about that time. And when she actually came back from her trip, she decided to move on to the next step, which is having her own studio to be able to collaborate with other dancers and teach different type of levels of skills uh, and um, for her love of dance. So how does that get impacted by COVID-19? No dance classes. 
So basically, just like schooling normally. So she had to close her place down. Obviously, she has been hosting a lot of virtual stuff. But the thing is, you got to be, you know, she still has to pay, pay the rent and the utilities. So therefore, um, she are, is asking back for those who are in concern, who like the arts and craft, you know, like, you know, just like every school program you got the sciences you got the engineering you got the computers and stuff like that what about the arts well once again arts is in, is in need you know as a photographer myself you know it's very important to capture these moments and everything um she needs some help in order to f- uh, save her quote-unquote second home which is her project which is triple e studio who has been in the five plus years and has been having such a successful growth throughout the years. So don't let COVID-19 take that away from her. Um, so far, I've, I've also contributed um, whatever I can towards the, the funding. And hopefully this will re- reach out to whoever that, that that is interested or just at least pass the message along that her, her her home her her family basically because she has grown very tight with all the people that come in uh, from the staff teachers and everything and uh, let alone little known fact I actually do my team so basically me Terry and um, a few other people on an annual basis we usually do their headshots for their um, other division from the Triple E studio which is the E3 agency. So basically, Tripoli um, not only provides dance classes, but, you know, with music videos out there and, you know, music artists and stuff like that. Well, guess what? You also need comp- uh, competent dancers too. So throughout her, her, her current journey, she decided to provide an agency out of her studio to have competent dancers for different type of events so let it be the fact that you're are you are a musician for a live show and you need some dancer on stage she will be able to provide it or if you uh, she was on a float recently um i think last year or something and you know that goes in hand anything that's related to dancing and you need a source think of triple e agency or e3 agency um for your needs and everything so i used to do their um headshots i think it was for three years running or four years running my memory is slightly foggy i I am pretty much confident on three years at least um so i got to know people like gabby aya and uh alexis and everybody um so you know it's a it's a big fun group big fun staff um they have tight niche niche it um to become a very strong bond a very big family help them out for their fundraising doesn't take much they'll take it's on gofundme um visit at triple e studio for more information don't don't take it from me take it from mama g herself so that is it for the updates on different type of events, fundraising, online 
tournaments and all the postponed dates and everything. I'll catch you guys soon.